Welcome to another LGBT History Month special of my podcast. Today, I'll be speaking about the history of LGBT events, rights, and legislature in the United Kingdom. Overall, LGBT rights in the United Kingdom have significantly evolved over time. Homosexuality has always been officially legal for women, while the Buggery Act of 1533, which was the UK's first sodomy law, basically criminalised male homosexuality. The act did not only apply to same-sex relationships, but between men and women, and a person with an animal. However, convictions of homosexual males were the most common and publicised. Basically, same-sex sexual activity was characterised as sinful and became a capital punishment offence. It continued to be capital punishment, although this piece of legislature was replaced by Section 15 of the Offences Against the Person Act 1928 and Section 63 of the Criminal Law India Act of 1828. However, the new terms meant that evidence of penetration was sufficient for prosecution. Additionally, this new law specifically targeted homosexual men, not collectively including relationships between a man and a woman. In 1835, James Pratt and John Smith are executed. They are the last two men to be put to death for the homosexual activity. In 1861, the Offences Against the Person Act is updated, revoking the death penalty for homosexuals and replacing it with a prison term of hard labour between 10 years and life. As part of the Criminal Law Amendment Act of 1885, Section 11 was used to prosecute those who committed any acts of gross indecency with male persons. This act commonly encouraged blackmail against men who engaged in homosexual acts, which led to it being nicknamed the Blackmailer's Charter. In addition, the act changed the terms of punishment for convictions of gross indecency. The minimum term of hard labour was reduced to two years. An example of a conviction is famous poet Oscar Wilde, who was convicted of gross indecency and sentenced to two years' hard labour. In 1921, three members of Parliament tried to add a clause to a new criminal law amendment bill which would criminalise lesbianism, with equal punishment as male homosexuality. Although there was an agreement from speakers that lesbianism was distasteful and an attack on the fundamental institutions of society, the entire bill was rejected by both houses under the concern that the legislation would draw attention to the offence and encourage women to explore their sexuality. In 1946, Sir Harold Gillies, who is considered the father of modern plastic surgery, carried out one of the first sexual reassignment surgeries from female to male on Michael Dillon. It is the first known surgery in part because Dillon published a book believed to be an autobiography of the first transgender man to undergo phalloplasty surgery. Five years later, Roberta Cowell, a former Spitfire pilot became the first transgender woman to undergo vaginoplasty surgery in the UK. She published an autobiography in 1954. In 1957, the Wolfenden Committee released a report which recommended the decriminalisation of private gay sex between two consenting adults over the age of 21, which was the exception of the armed forces. The government rejected the report, and it wasn't until 10 years later that the Sexual Offences Act of 1967 decriminalised homosexual acts in private between two men, both over the age of 21. In the next decade, many attempts were made to put this idea into action. A letter was written to the Times in 1958 calling for the recommendations of the Wolfenden reports to be reconsidered. It was signed by many important figures, including well-known writer of an inspector called J.P. Priestley. The Albany Trust was founded in conjunction with the Homosexual Law Reform Society. 
It created a counselling organisation for gay men, lesbians and sexual minorities. Its first meeting, which was held in central London, had over 1,000 attendees. Over the coming years, the UK's first lesbian and bisexual monthly journal was published in 1963. The Northwestern Homosexual Law Reform Committee was founded in 1964. The Beaumont Society, which is currently the UK's largest and longest-running trans support group, was founded in 66. until finally, in 1967, homosexuality was decriminalised in England and Wales, followed by Scotland in 1981 and Northern Ireland in 1982. Since then, various meetings and organisations have been formed, campaigning for increased and equal rights of same-sex couples and homosexuals. On the 1st of July 1972, the first UK Gay Pride March was held in London. London Pride has become one of the world's biggest Pride events. In fact, the 2015 Gay Pride Parade in London attracted around 1 million people, making it the 7th largest gay event in the world and the largest gay pride and parade and gay event ever held in the UK. The number was further surpassed by the 2019 Pride Parade, which attracted over 1.5 million people, making it the biggest pride in the UK. Sadly, in 1968, the World Health Organization listed homosexuality in their DSM-2 listings, which clarified homosexuality as a mental disorder. This resulted in many gay and bisexual men and women in the UK suffering humiliating and painful treatments in order to be cured. The World Health Organization eventually removed homosexuality from the list of mental disorders in 1992. One of the worst periods of time for the LGBTQ community was the AIDS crisis in the 1980s, as it caused negative stigma to arise as homosexuals were blamed and faced increased hatred as a result of the spread of the disease, which they were being blamed for. Also in the 1980s, in 1987, Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher made an anti-LGBT speech condemning education and the supposed advertisement of homosexuals. This triggered the application of Section 28 in 1988, which stated that councils should not intentionally promote homosexuality or promote the teaching in any maintained school of the acceptability of homosexuality as a pretended family relationship. This caused LGBT-friendly groups and clubs to disband. LGBT-themed literature was removed from schools and libraries, denormalizing the entire LGBT community, making them feel like second-class citizens. As a result, many in the community again began to censor themselves and hide their true identities. Theresa May, who served as Prime Minister from 2016 to 2019, spoke out in support of Thatcher's policy. She wrote that most parents want the comfort of knowing that Section 28 is there. Additionally, in February of the year 2000, the first attempt to repeal Section 28 was introduced by the Labour government, but was defeated by a House of Lords campaign. At this time, Theresa May was a shadow education secretary, and she called the Labour government's defeat a victory for the common sense. In Scotland, the section was successfully repealed in June of the same year. In 2003, Section 28 was finally repealed in the United Kingdom. Section 28 was put in place 33 years ago and lasted for 15 years, but it had an impact on generations, strengthening a wave of homophobia and opposition to the community. The biggest advancement in LGBTQ rights has occurred in the last two decades. People have been allowed to serve openly in military since 2000, while the age of consent was equalised in 2001. The Adoption and Children Act of 2002 allowed gay and lesbian single people, as well as same-sex couples, to adopt a child in the UK. 
In 2003, a legislation made it illegal to discriminate against lesbians, gay and bisexual people in the workplace. The Gender Recognition Act came into place in 2005, giving transgender people full legal recognition in their appropriate gender, allowing them to acquire a new birth certificate, although gender options were still limited to male or female. Additionally, in this year, civil partnerships became available for same-sex couples. In 2008, same-sex couples were recognised as illegal parents of children conceived through the use of donated sperm, eggs or embryos. The Equality Act of 2010 enhances the requirement of equal treatment in terms of private and public services, regardless of age, disability, gender reassignment, marriage and civil partnership, race, religion or belief, sex and sexual orientation. In 2013, Alan Turing was granted a posthumous royal pardon. I'll go into more detail in his life and conviction in a later episode. The Policing and Crime Act of 2017, also known as the Alan Turing Law, pardoned all historic instances of criminal convictions of gross indecency against men. The first same-sex marriage took place in England and Wales on the 29th of March 2014, after being legalised. Finally, in 2020, same-sex marriages became recognised in Northern Ireland. The UK generally has a rather accepting attitude towards the LGBT community. In 2019, a Pew Research Centre poll showed that 86% of the UK view homosexuality as acceptable, while a 2017 poll showed that 77% of British people support same-sex marriage. In 2015, in a review of the community's rights, the UK received the highest score in Europe, with 86% progress towards respect of human rights and full equality for LGBT people, and 92% in Scotland alone. However, by 2020, the UK had dropped to ninth place in the ILGA Europe rankings, with a reduced score of 66%. Legally, people have been able to apply to change their gender since 2005, with their sexual orientation and gender identity protections since 2010. However, this sharp decrease in the UK's rank is believed to be as a result of a hostile climate towards trans rights fueled by opposition groups. If you are a human, you should be supporting the rights of all in the LGBTQ community. Thanks to everyone who listened to this special episode of my podcast. Stay tuned for more bonus episodes in the coming weeks of LGBT History Month. Thank you.